This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I am your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us for another awesome week right here on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. As the divorce rates in America rises, bad effects do happen on the children who are used to growing up with both parents. While both parents raise a child, the child is learning different things from each parent. The child is also developing its own personality by getting traits from each parent. When divorce leads one parent to leave the household, it has a huge effect on the children. Today, we are talking about parenting after divorce. Our guest for today is Sharon Rhea, certified life coach, author, and founder of The Whole Family Coaching. Sharon is a compassionate woman with a strong business background that encompasses more than 30 years' experience in the fields of communication, education, child care, and a public service. Sharon is an expert in parenting solutions for parents raising teens, co-parenting after divorce, and parents committed to raising happy, well-adjusted children of any age. Welcome to the Father Matters Show, Sharon. Thank you so much, Vance. I'm happy to be here. Can you share a little more about the whole family coaching? Yes, I can. Uh, I am a certified life coach, and my joy and my pleasure is working with parents and families. I do one-on-one personal coaching over the telephone or in person in my office. I also facilitate workshops for parents in Mesa Parent University and Cave Creek with nonprofits and wherever I'm asked to go. Oh, that is awesome. So let's start with parenting and divorce. What would you say are the most important things to consider as a parent when going through a divorce? Well, the first thing is, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> I hear that. Um, and you want to set your intention, no matter whether you are the parent that chose to leave or you are the one that left. Look towards your future because this part will not last forever. And it's going to be a roller coaster ride. Yes. So just be ready. Um, and then decide if you can do mediation because that's a quicker, more cost effective way to restructure your family. Now, now when you say mediation, for, for a lot of people, what's mediation? Well, mediation is where you have a professional that can be an attorney or a professional mediator who comes and works with the parents to um, separate the family finances, to decide how parenting time is going to go, mm-hmm. and just move the process a little more amicably rather than going to a lawyer and having to go to the courts. So is it a fee for that as well? Oh, absolutely. There would probably be a fee, but the fee would be less than having the long, drawn-out process of Mm -hmm. most litigations. I understand that. And, of course, the parents (coughs) need to be on speaking terms to even go to the mediation, correct? Absolutely. And that's where another point comes in, is to take inventory of your past. But you want to do that with gathering information, not to be intimidating. Okay. Um, And that is just to see where you had some responsibility to bring this family to this point and where the other person did and try and move forward from that. I I love that. Get information not to be intimidated. Would you you break that down a little bit? Well, you know, when you look at your past, there are things that you two did as a couple that were beneficial to the relationship for everybody. 
and that we're not so much. (laughs) And so it's important, even though it's difficult. I know because I've been divorced. I'm divorced eight years now. It's difficult to recognize that you had a responsibility there. Yes. So when you're looking back at the past, you don't want to be stuck there. Just want to say, okay, here's some information for me, what I did well, what I didn't do well, what my spouse did well. And I'm going to use that to move positively forward, not to be intimidating and hold it against mm-hmm. me or him That's or right. her. You just want to move on. How can parents model behavior that is healthy and cooperative in the middle of a divorce? For example, not talking negative about the other parent, I'm sure, can be a huge way to model healthy behavior. Well, it can. But if you're hurting, it's really hard to be on the higher plane. Mm. And to be doing that, I think, from my experience and what I offer to parents is pretend you're on an airplane (laughs) and listen to that phrase. Put your own oxygen mask on first before you attempt to help other people because you want to spend time with yourself understanding where you need to heal first. Mm. What What are you angry about? You don't have to have these things resolved, but you need to be aware of them because when you communicate, you communicate through your feelings. And if you haven't identified them, it's really hard not to speak ill about somebody else if you're thinking ill about yourself. And especially if they're speaking ill in front of the other kids. So you say look into yourself. How would, how would you go about looking into yourself and then really addressing that anger? Well, you're the person that's going to be with you 24-7. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you want to kind of love the person that you're with 24-7. A lot of us have a lot of judgments about ourselves, but then we use those judgments as blaming someone else. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to just find a quiet time to sit down and say, okay, two of us walked this walk, mm-hmm. and I had some responsibility there. So let me look at where my emotional triggers are. Mm-hmm. What is it that he or she does that causes me to just want to rear up and fight? I need to be aware of that so mm-hmm. that when I'm in front of my children, I can give my own self a time out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can relate to a lot of this because I've you know, been divorced myself, and, and, it, and it is hard. Mm-hmm. And I know f- for some of the listeners that are listening to this, you know, that's what this is about today, to, get, uh, uh, to move forward, to put your step, your best step forward. Because you can hang on to that anger, you can hang on to that hurt, and you can look up and it's two, three years later, and you're still angry. But the kids are three years older. You're three years older, and you you're also missing blessings and opportunities. Absolutely, can you speak on it? Because you you could have met that next spouse or, or a good friend or had a job opportunity, but you may not can get promoted or you may not get hired, not because you're not qualified, but they felt that energy in the interview coming off. Of you. Absolutely, absolutely. And when you have anger that you hold on to, and and resentment and judgment, it's almost like drinking poison yourself and expecting the other person to be affected. It really only does affect you. It shuts you down from, like you said, Vance, all the possibilities that are in your life. And not only does the interview person feel that negative energy, but your children feel it. And they embrace it because they love both of their parents. And they just want to be happy. So you want to surround yourself with positive people, with positive influences, And do your best to spend time nurturing yourself, be around positive people to help yourself move forward. That that, that is awesome. Many times parents tend to be selfish and thinking they are the only ones that are affected in the divorce. How deeply does divorce really affect children? Well, I've written a book about that, Vance, and it's a wonderful little mini book called Children and Divorce, Parenting Tips to Help Your Family Cope and Adjust. 
And in this book, I outline in particular stages how each child might exhibit behavior after the divorce. And it's very helpful for a parent to be able to identify, okay, oh, my kid's having a stomachache two, three days in a row. Do they really have a stomachache or is that some negative emotion that's stuck in them? And I need to change my parenting a little bit to accommodate that. What else? Tell tell us a little more about this book. This book, I am so proud of this book because three or four years after we got divorced, I chose to write this book as I was beginning my business, The Whole Family Coaching. And the proud moment of this book is that my daughters, two of them, Mm -hmm. my younger daughter did all the artwork. So that was healing for her. My older daughter, amazing writer. She wrote the foreword from her experience as a 15-year-old going through our personal divorce. And she was 15 and at the she time. she was 15 at the time. And this is a powerful message that she's written, not only for teens and children to understand, uh-huh. but for parents to give them some insight that you think you're hiding stuff from your kids. They know exactly what's going on. Give us an example. Of? Of thinking that you're hiding something from your kids. Even from the hurt or the anger? Oh, I'm coming home, and I've really been just on the phone previously with my former spouse, and I've been arguing and fighting, and I'm just really angry. I come in the house, and I think, ah, put that to bed. But that energy is still inside you. And now when your child comes and says, I don't want to eat the peas that are on my plate— what do you mean you don't want to eat the pizza? Right. That stuff is still in you, and your child receives it when they don't deserve it. Right, 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 right. I, I was sharing a story with a guy. You can tell when you, you go over to your friend's house, you can feel the energy that there was a big fight in the house between the other spouse. Now, you wasn't there, but you can just feel that energy, the, the, the phony smile, the greeting. You know, you can, you can feel that. You don't have to see it. Absolutely. To witness it and to know that it's there. Absolutely. How important is it to consider making sure that children have supports in place during a divorce. It is extremely important because, as we just discussed, there are going to be times when you're not emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, or spiritually ready to help your children. And the more positive people you have in your world surrounding you and them, the better it is for their development, their emotional health, and for the moving forward of your family. And like, would you recommend sports activities, things like that for the kids? I would recommend that parents look specifically at each child to see what each child needs. Mm. Because sports will be great for one and absolutely the wrong thing for another. Mm. Sports will be great when they're six or seven and then not so much when they're 12 or 13. So that's why it's very important to stay present with yourself, to forgive yourself when you need to, to recognize where all of your emotional triggers are, Mm -hmm. and to really be able to see your children clearly. I talk about it this way. I say, you as the parent are on an island, and on your island are all your experiences that you need in your life. Your child is on their own island, needing all the experiences that they need, which may be absolutely different from what you need. So you want to be able to create that bridge to walk back and forth, come on home to your island to get yourself in straight, yeah. and then walk across and help them easily. That's that's awesome. And I'm just thinking, and, and again, being able to move on, because you can bring all that old luggage into new relationships, even in your parenting. Just allowing that stuff, like you said, forgive yourself. For, forgive your, your spouse, not for them, but for you. Absolutely. Or, or you will be holding all this. Switching gears... Th- Now, the divorce is over and you have managed to get through the courts, attorneys, fees, splits, etc. Now, it should be 
business as usual, right? All your time and attention can go right back to the children. Well, I'm going to take those those words, business as usual. Okay. Well, it should be a business because right now you're trying to create a healthy co-parenting relationship, but it's not as usual. Right, right. Because <laughs> right. a major event just happened. And so what you want to recognize as after divorce is that it is not a destination. You didn't finish. <laughs> you just started a new journey. And both of you, believe it or not, are forever parents. So a lot of people think about, okay, a divorce is done. I'm done with this woman or this man, this uh-huh. former spouse. I can just move on. No, 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 no. The child's going to be 20. And they're going to be 30. <laughs> they'll be 50. They'll be 70. And hopefully you're still around and you're still going to be their parent. So you need to be able to recognize where there are things that are working well, where there are things that are not working well. And in order to do that, once again, I keep coming back to this. you got to look at yourself first mm-hmm. so that you can see that ex-spouse as the parent that the child needs and wants to love just as much as you. So even though the kids are out of the home in their 20s, like you just said, eventually the kids will get married. Eventually the, the kids will have kids. You would have to be in the hospital at the same time. Now you're your you're, you're, you're grandparents. So if someone is going through that and their child or children is eight or nine years old, they need to plant that seed right now of moving forward. You know, I always share who you will be five years from today depends on who you hang with and how you think today. So again, you stress that it is so important to maybe even in the midst of the divorce, start the healing right now. Absolutely. You want to set your intention, Vance, even in the turmoil of all that's going on. What I did and just share this with your listeners is that I found three words that I did not have in my life. My life was stressful, it was difficult, and it was really hard. And so I said, I want to come out of this divorce whole and happy. And I can't do that if all of my actions are bent on anger. And so I had three words, peace, which I didn't have in my house at Mm -hmm. at all, love, which I sorely needed for myself and others, and calm, which was nowhere in my household. So every time I had an action, I had the intention of, does this align with peace, love, or calm? That is powerful. And you're listening to the Father Matter Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Sharon Rhea, founder of The Whole Family Coaching. And today we are talking about parenting after divorce. We'll hear more from Sharon after this. Father Matters presents Pearl Conference 2014, an evening of elegance. Saturday, October 18th at the Crown Plaza Phoenix Airport Hotel. Register today at fathermatters.org. Use this elegant date night as an opportunity to connect with your spouse and hear practical ways to strengthen and enhance your marriage. Register today at fathermatters.org. Keynote speakers for the evening, Chris and Carmen Garner founders of the ministry, Fortified Marriages. Pearl Conference 2014, an evening of elegance. Register today at fathermatters.org. That's fathermatters.org. Don't miss Pearl Conference 2014, Saturday, October the 18th. You can enter to win a pair of Pearl tickets by sending us an email to info at fathermatters.org. 
And in the subject box, put Pearl Tickets in your email. Give us your name, your spouse's name, and the winners will be announced in our October 7th Father Matters Tribune. That goes out nationally once a month. You can subscribe to the Father Matters Tribune at fathermatters.org. Also, you can catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. And we're back with Sharon Rhea, founder of The Whole Family Coaching. Today, we are talking about parenting after divorce. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Sharon, what are the real realities of parenting after divorce? Expect the unexpected (laughs) every day, not only in your own actions, but especially in your children. You're, You're at any space when divorce is happening, whether you have babies, you have young child, children, you have teenagers, or you're parenting and your kids are adults, they still are affected by you as their parent and the relationship you have with their other parent. Mm. And so you want to make sure as best you can to recognize when your communication with that other parent is effective and when it's not. And take yourself out of, be willing to give yourself the time out if you're unable to Mm. communicate effectively. So if talking in person is going to cause an argument, then you want to text. Mm. If texting doesn't work, then send an email. If email doesn't work and you can speak on the phone, speak on the phone. If you need a pause and not communicate for a while until you come to a more solid ground, give yourself permission to do that. And like you said, or either bring the mediator in. Or bring the mediator in. Absolutely. And as a life coach, certified parenting coach. Or the life coach. Or the life coach. Exactly. Absolutely, Let's Vance. Because <laughs> I, I don't think life coaches get enough uh, uh, respect or, or props. Why should we bring in a life coach? Well, you bring in a life coach for a number of reasons. One, we're not here to diagnose. We're not here to judge. At least that's how I work. I'm a peer of yours. I've been through this divorce, and my journey is going to be very different than yours, but I do have some breadcrumbs along the way that I've learned. I have empathy for your situation. I've been through the process of extreme anger with my ex-spouse, being in court for two or three years, trying to create this co-parenting relationship, watching my children suffer, watching their self-esteem go down, watching them battle watching them move away from me because I wasn't healthy. And so it's important to recognize that a life coach, that word life, we've lived a life and we have something to share and offer. And that's what I love and respect about you, Sharon, and all the guests that come on Father Matters. I'm always trying to book the guests that have been through something. A lot of people, you know, it's great to have a piece of paper on the wall, but these times that people are going through right now, people want to hear from somebody who's been through something. They want to know, how did you get out of that? Absolutely. And that's what I love about what you said. You, you may not have been through a divorce like, like I went through a divorce or my wife went through a divorce or other people, but you've been through it. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. What happens when you bring a step-parent into the relationship? It is a, is a tender moment for everybody because everyone brings their own history with you. And at some point, you want to have someone step up to be the kind collaborator. And whether that's you 
whether that's your former spouse, whether that's that new parent, you need to recognize that hopefully somebody has the fortitude to say, we want to be a kind collaborator around these children. And let's have communication. Let's talk with each other to see what they need, the kids need. What do they need that maybe, you know, even though I'm the mom, I'm looking at you as the stepmom, the bonus mom, the other mom, the advantage mom, that maybe you can provide that I can't. And if I have been healthy with myself, spent some time understanding that I can't be everything to my child, then I'm more willing to allow you to come into our family and do your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, because for me, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a father and stepfather. My wife is a mom and stepmom. So we, we have five kids in the home. Wow. And so what, what is awesome, but then at the same time, parenting or when when do you know when to cross boundaries when not to cross bound like it's times where i might say something to my biological kids that i may not say to my stepkids or or you know you may let one group of kids get away with something and not the other group of kids see that's the advantage of spending time with yourself and being able to be present in every moment because at every moment each child whether they're your biological child or they're one through a, a new union They're going to need something different from you every day. Mm -hmm. And the way we learn as parents is to give ourselves permission to learn (laughs) and try something new. If something didn't work yesterday, then let me look at today and try something new. What is the most important thing you want to leave our listeners regarding parenting after divorce? Oh, Vance, thank you. Thank you for that. The first thing is what have you been modeling? Look at yourself because Children, ultimately, our goal as parents is to raise them up to be self-respecting, responsible, loving, thriving young adults in the world. And they learn that by watching their parents and what we do. So have you modeled healthy relationships, Mm -hmm. even though this one didn't work? Are you figuring out what's a healthy relationship for you and modeling that? Are you able to have conflict and then resolve it? So you show resilience to your kids that, yeah, people have problems, they have struggles, but here's how you move through it. The second thing, like I said, is communication. Choose words that are positive. Our children, we are together rather than my kids and your kids. Because you may be a single parent, but guess what? You're not the only parent. And your child needs and wants to love both of you. That is awesome, Sharon. Where can our listeners go to learn about and access services through whole family parenting, coaching, and mentoring? I have a website, www.thewholefamilycoaching.com. And you can reach me at email, Sharon, that's S-H-A, capital R-O-N, at thewholefamilycoaching.com. Do you have anything coming up, any events, any workshops? Where can they get the book? Yes, I do. The book is on my website, so you can go there. Um, I'm also doing a father workshop in Mesa at September 16th and September 23rd. You can come to my website or to Mesa Parent University to find that. And then again in October in Cave Creek. I also have an awesome project called No Judgment, Just Love, Uh where I've created a mission to bring more unconditional love in our world. That is awesome. And, And how can they access that? That's on the website again as nojudgmentjustlove.com. You can also find us on Facebook, same thing. And that's coming up in your men's event is when? Yes, my men's event is September 16th and 23rd in Mesa, 
University. And that's Mesa, Arizona. Mesa, we have, Arizona. Well, because we have national listeners. So. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> we're in Arizona. Woo-woo. <laughs> yes. So, Sharon, I want to thank you for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Vance, for this opportunity. You know, and, 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 and all the thoughts you shared today are so important and useful for the majority of our listeners who have either gone through or going through or have lived through divorce. So once again, thank you. And they can contact you at where? Your website? www.thewholefamilycoaching.com. Yes. I'm Sharon Rhea. Thank yes. you. And thank you for tuning in to the Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. Men, Saturday, September the 13th, Father Matters is hosting a gathering of men workshop. We'll be at the Hope Six Education Center. Log on to fathermatters.org for more information. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.